important thing going through the opportunities that we have. Um, the ones that have an energy benchmark, it sure makes everybody's life so much easier to uh, figure out cost per square foot. Is this a good opportunity for dynamic? And I got a little story I'll share in our three o'clock call. Steve and I will be kind of going out back with it a little bit, but we give you a tidbit of it. We, we lost a contract in Charleston and, uh, you look at the energy benchmark and it's, it's like we, we shouldn't be in this position. And Steve and I talked about it. We got an action plan. We're going back trying to get, get the contract back. The customer's actually receptive to it. They've accepted a meeting for next Friday. So, uh, I'll, I'll share kind of the rest of that later. And, and Matt, if you're not on the call at three or Brent or whoever wants to hear the, the story, I'll, I'll be happy to share it with you offline. But so kind of a push to get the energy benchmarks. I don't think it costs anything for us to do them. You just log on to build an advice site, put the information in and it spits out a really, a really clean report. Um, looks kind of like this. And, uh, it's it's a good sales tool. So enough of that. Uh, you guys have any questions? Anything that's come up this week that uh, Todd or I could address? Wow. You must really be communicating well. I thought Larry was reaching for the mute button, but uh, to turn it up to unmute, but I guess not. <laughs> What'd you say? I, I didn't. I didn't hear the first part of what you said. I, I said, is, "Is there any questions?" I, I thought you were. It looked like you were reaching for the mute button to unmute. So. Oh, I was actually. I just. Uh, I answered his question for him, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> you can laugh at that. Well, I don't have any questions, but we have uh, we have some things that we're doing as a result of data that we're getting from Inclarity, which is good. And oh, before you share anything there, Christy, I'd like to give you a shout out for getting all those contracts sent over. So she's got three contracts sent this week. This this got dynamic language in it, so she's all caught up. And she was the first the to get every but every box completed. So, okay. were you saying something, Paul or Bill? Yeah, I, I actually uh, wanted to share. I just got the email saying our. Uh, I got an email from my customer saying that they approved a unit replacement, and it actually was all set up by a. Uh, the Inclarity system telling us there was a problem with the unit. We sent a technician over to double check everything, and it was ensure the Inclarity was right. And so the repair costs were so high, we put it together and used uh, a PFA, and the customer immediately approved this. Well, this makes sense. This is, yeah, because basically Clarity is telling you we got a patient here with clogged arteries. At any moment now, uh, it's going to die. So it worked out well. Uh, thanks for sharing that, Bill. Okay. 
I'm sending you back to Paul. I just want to let you know it, 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 it's a tool that seems to be working too for sales. Good. What what and part did you nice. notice, uh, Bill? What what part did you notice that was not uh, was it the output or was it just not on the return side of it or was it pulling too much energy? What did you notice that was the problem? What was is the superheat and some cool was all off. It was in the vapor cycle and uh, saying that it wasn't really performing up to uh, standards. So that was really, uh, I think, in clarity goes a little bit deeper because, uh, you know, a technician goes up to puts his hand on the thing and says, uh, oh, yeah, it's beer can cold. It's working fine. But it's not that way at all. Yeah, and I know there's been some concern about us being able to follow through with how we're uh, dealing with the data when we get it. Uh, again, Christy's team, I think, has jumped in at Christy being Mike and then also corporate uh, with uh, Nora have jumped in there and uh, done a, a good job of, of shoring up that relative to and clarity. We still got work to do on building logics and clockworks. We get it. We're we're working on it, and as as more of the sites come on, we're going to continue to to push the the process through the operation side uh, because that's it, it's at least as big of an effort as the the analytics side. It's it's great to get the data, but if you don't do anything with it, it's 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 useless. Uh, but starting to change the behavior of of how we're how we're doing maintenance and uh, this is a note from Nora I know Christy's seen it Kelly Slate's seen it but since Mike and I have already revised spend plans for all three of these contracts which are the three and clarity contracts and set up virtual inspection PMs to generate each month they are due Ray will reach out to Paul with plans or with plans to do each virtually so they can do them together. So, and, and then there's task lists that will be created from that. So the process is underway. I'm not saying it's as perfect as not, but we'll continue to refine it as we go. But uh, we've we got a lot of good things going on right now. You know, on the tails of that, I want to jump in and just say that um, the more that we do, the more we will see, and the more that will present itself as steps and actions and opportunities, both internally and for our customer. And we get glimpses, but y'all, I, I think with gosh, so very little effort, with so very little kind of pinned down and figured out and whatever, we get glimpses already, and I just am very excited about it, enthusiastic about as we engage deeper ourselves, just what's going to present itself, because I believe it's going to be a lot, and the more that we see, and like Bill, like Bill Luke just shared, uh, you know, like Nora is sharing, um, you know, Dominion calling uh, or get, get with Spirit Sarko and say, hey, what's up? You're using a lot less energy than you were. I just think these examples and these things that that come to our attention 
are going to snowball. And I'm very excited about that because, you know, not only for what we can point out to our customers, but what we see for ourselves, it just kind of opens our eyes that I believe there's a different way of doing this business that we've all been doing a long time. There's a different way. And the way is with a little bit of insight and clarity on what's happening behind the scenes. And that's very exciting. And I think it's going to reveal itself to us um, more and more and more quickly. Any other questions or comments relative to that? The first pass at the numbers that were generated from a clarity as far as savings, and again, we're not reducing contract prices. The intent is hopefully to increase margins and show our value in a different way to our customers, but it looks like uh, we could probably be somewhere around a 20% energy saving or a 20% labor savings using a clarity just from virtual PMs and been able to do uh, remote troubleshooting. Have we had clients that are interested in being able to look at this unit data like on a dashboard? I know when I was in the solar business, I had one client that wanted to get a flat screen TV in his in his office to keep his solar production so he could see it was producing, you know, on a inverter level. And, and he was real excited about that um, to show clients and show things like that to, to uh, people that he worked with. But are clients asking to see the data and asking to view in, like log in and check it out? Or are they just relying on us? Do you want to address that from the clarity perspective? Maybe he's looking for the mute button. The answer is yes. The the intent is to have. So I'll I'll jump in and just say that um, Matt. At this point in time, we're early on. I don't know that they're really asking. I know to ask. Um, but Wayne at Spire and Sarco, they are asking for a lot of details. They haven't specifically asked for um, a dashboard, if you will, but they have asked for details um, because they want to know the amp draw that these that they're, the machines are pulling because they're very focused on energy consumption. Um, Richard Allen out at Zeus is, is more um, um, in the weeds with Bill, so he's interested he hasn't asked for a dashboard but he certainly um is interested in seeing what what it says um so that's a a little bit of insight on that but i think that to your point the more they know not everybody's going to want to see it but some people will so we may be able to share with them i don't know we'll see Term, the goal is to have those screens, and with with building logics, it's not too too difficult. With clockworks, it's not too difficult. 
and clarity, we're not there quite yet. But the long-term objective is to, to, to have that capability. Yeah. Hey, I have one other comment. It's going to kind of take us off of Matt's question, if it's okay if I change the topic a little bit. Um, talking about processes, um, I don't think Mike Branham is on this call, but um, like SCRA is a customer of ours, and there is a brand new train control system that we actually sold to them. We put the, he wanted train, we sold him a train control system. And, um, but we do have access to get in and, and um, look around. And so I know we're talking about dynamic and using clarity or building logics or clockworks or something special for um, dialing into a building. But I'd like to admit that probably could do some basic stuff with you know plain Jane control systems that are already existent already exist on our customer sites. And so Eric, as we kind of dial in this whole process of PMs, you know, changing the or, or defining what are the processes, how do we use in clarity on the in the operations side of the house? Um, I think that we can expand that out and really talk and, and incorporate. You know, what, what do we need to do with any site that has any type of control system in it? Yeah, I, I agree. We we got to change the demographic somewhat of this meeting, too. We we need to start getting more involvement from service managers and, and the operations side in here, too. Right now, everyone here is, is sales and uh, GMs are dynamic, and we got to get more involvement with them, and, and it's it's happening. We just got to be more intentional about it because the, as we learn how to, you know, as we learn issues we uncover, not only will it help where we have these installed, it, it may help uh, a smaller building that you would never put analytics in. Maybe we learn issues, inherent issues with a package unit, a particular package unit based on the telemetry that we're we're seeing off the units and, and being able to get that information pushed through the organization will make technicians more effective whether there's analytics or not. Right. We've got, we got to keep that information flowing and we, we need a really good avenue for that to flow out through the, the whole group. It's just about, um, you know, what we're doing is is uh, we're defining the behaviors that are going to take us to that next step. That's next exactly level. right. That's a good way of putting it. It's it will it's a changing culture of the way we we're looking at things going forward. Right. Any other questions, comments? So, uh, with the virtual PM inspection, is that something that we're just starting to do remotely as a part of the G that's already in place? It's not going to be an added cost for a G agreement. It, it's just something that we're I- implementing within the current service program is what we're thinking right now. Yeah, currently, uh, the case study for that is in Columbia. It's where we have the Inclarity installed. 
and uh, it's part of the G agreement. It actually saves us money for, uh, I think, instead of connecting a set of gauges to each unit, which I don't remember what Mike and Kelly uh, allocated for that. It's like an hour per unit by the time you take covers off and get the gauges on and log everything down. Now that can be done in five minutes. So that's where you start getting some of the labor savings. But the intention is to use that not to necessarily reduce the contract cost, but to pay for dynamic and and also increase the margins on jobs and head off problems before they happen. Any any other questions? Do you have any updates on these uh, 10 sensors and when we might be able to get the data from those um, off of those units? The building advice sensors? Yes, sir. Paul, do you, can you chime in on that? Uh, yeah, it's, they're working on it. It's like a software issue on building advice's side, so... They're going to hopefully have it resolved soon. I know Larry's data was on the gateway that we sent in, and they were able to download that uh, manually, but they have their developers working on it. Sounds good. All right. Just real quick. I do want to follow up with you on that on that data for uh, for Modus and you know create a story. Yeah, the same thing with me on on my data that I got from this law firm. Uh, since I had the verification meeting set up, I went ahead and talked to them about all the all the PM that they need to have uh, in place of changing out units or doing any kind of projects. They had a lot of uh, dirty coils and filters and things that needed to be addressed. So I kind of went ahead without the data, but as, as soon as we get that, I'm, I'd love to work with Paul or whoever to uh, try to figure out what it says and, and craft a nice story for that. That'd be great. That sounds good. Anybody have anything else? We've, uh, we're, I've, Steve's been asking me numerous times about getting some current agreements updated, I guess, with getting some dynamic verbiage in there. So I got one of those knocked out this morning. Um, I was going to send Todd, I don't know if you recall or not, but a while back we worked on a Word document called Contract Coverage Scopes. When we were including the verbiage for any building this got DC controls, some of the Libra units, HEPAs. Um, have you revisited that recently? And, and maybe we could update that. So I don't think many of the new MSRs have that that we could easily copy and paste and put in the provisions page. 
Um, I have not updated. I haven't visited that, um, but you and I did. But uh, maybe it's a good idea to see if we can get that as a tab on, or somehow make it tab or tabs on um, Proposal Builder because that's what the dynamic verbiage is, is it's a tab that's built in now that can just be inserted in the proposal um, directly from Proposal Builder. So that, that might be a good way to include that other information specific to different kinds of equipment um, in the proposal. And I, um, I'd like to say, Ken, I appreciate you bringing that up. And I, I would love it if maybe you could kind of champion um, what are, what what are all the different circumstances that we need to have language around? And if we could um, come up with maybe a standard and a couple of different versions, if you could help us with that, um, because our proposals, our con- our agreements. Um, look different from location to location. Yeah, that was the intent of this document. And obviously you've got to, you know, every site's going to be a little bit, you know, going to have some differences, but, you know, for sure, like an example, we ran into the, the lever stuff and, you know, the primary processor had to be retrofitted because of obsolescence. And so, you know, as we, I'm sure there's been a lot more, new stuff like you know, especially on VRS you know there's a lot of things that we need to be including with the standardized provision with VRF just knowing what kind of animal that is so maybe we could as opposed to me doing it all maybe we could get a few minds together of what are the what are the things that we're seeing out there that maybe need to be um, possibly included or as options as adders to Proposal builder tabs or something. Yeah, definitely. Um, Charles could. Yeah, Charles could champion that for us. Though we could get Charles since he's in all the different offices. He could champion that. A much better idea. Help us. um, Yeah, pull that. But you know, leverage. You know, I'm looking to you because you and Garson pretty much so have got. I want to share something real quick. Uh, This is a draft so it's very preliminary but it's it kind of outlines scope of services and the different technologies you guys see that yeah i'm gonna have so you got so i apologize but i gotta go okay you got level one level two and level three and again, this is very preliminary, but uh, it tells what maintenance agreements, tells the technologies used for each level, and just kind of an overview of what happens and, and what's a good fit for it. But it'll end up being a document similar to this that we could drop into contracts that would be dynamic. I'm going to recommend that this is a, a bit of a task force because... Um, we need to have a service manager or representative of the service managers on the task force that what we're putting in the agreement and we say we do on various kinds of things they need to agree with. And we may be ignorant 
on some things, the people on this call right now. So I do think it's a kind of a cross-functional task force to get the language right. What Christy said is true. Our agreements and the way they read is all over the place. And I would say that the way they read is even kind of embarrassing sometimes. If we list out, if some place has 100 VAV boxes and we have VAV box written and it's got 100 of them individually listed out on the contract, that's ridiculous. And so there's a lot of things that we need to clean up and make better um, to be more concise and precise. Um, and, but I think that it needs to be a cross-functional group with ops included. Yeah, agreed. I don't know what I'm trying to figure out and get back to my uh, chat box where I can actually post a document on here. Um, can somebody provide me some guidance? I'm under the three dots. Well, I don't see where I can now post a doc. Show chat bubbles? That's what I'm getting. You're talking about in proposal builder? No, I'm talking about right here on this uh, call where I can share this Word document yeah, in the, the chat somehow. Go to the three dots and hit share, and I think you could. Yeah, I think you hit the little chat thing, and then there's a little paper clip at the bottom for attaching files down at the very bottom. So, start transcript. It says type when you click the little chat, it's down at the bottom, it says type a new message. Right below that, the second little icon from the left, at least on my screen, is a little paper clip for attaching files. Yeah, for some reason, my little message option to type a message or it just says, don't show chat bubbles. <laughs> it's been crossed out. I don't know what's going on, but. Um, you can, you can well, how about I just. Uh, send it in an email to some certain individuals and they can disperse it from there. How about that? Is that that's a good place for us to start because yeah, we've already created this years ago, but it's a, it's a good starting point. Yep. So what's, who has the um, act ownership to follow up on that tasking? I will send Charles an email and let him, uh, I guess, take it from there. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. I'll copy Ken on it as well, just so Ken can add some color to it as he needs to. So you're, you'll create the email, then you'll be reply back with the with what we've got. Yep, that'll work. Okay. I will delete this email then. Thank you. 